This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. That was the George Washington University in Washington, D.C. From the river to the sea, wipe Israel out, kill all the Jews. The Democrat Party has raised an army of genocidal mental cases. A little cat scratch fever now. And a remarkable piece since they're chanting from the river to the sea. A remarkable piece in the Wall Street Journal today. The headline is piece by Ron Hasner from which river to which sea college students don't know yet they agree with the slogan because the left has raised an army of zombies Vladimir Lenin said give me a child for 10 years and I'll give you a Bolshevik for life. And the radicals at the teachers' unions, the Randy Weingartens, these lefters, lefties, these, these university presidents like Liz McGill and, and Claudine Gay, they, uh, they're raising armies of genocidal, maladjusted, uneducated lunatics, including out of the Poison Ivy League. Quite extraordinary stuff. Now, you may recall I played this audio for you uh, earlier this week, a young woman in New York, who is a full-grown adult, she's uh, she might be in her 30s, actually, and she's out in the street protesting. You got her Palestinian flag, and a young man who has a you know TV station in his phone walked up to her with his video rolling and asked her what she was protesting about, and she proved that she is as ignorant as you know the bomb-throwing terrorists on the Gaza Strip. From the oh. From the nation to the sea. No, from the uh, mountains to the sea. From the mountains to the sea. That's right. That's what we want. From the mountains to the sea? Yeah. That's Which right. Mountains? Mitch mountains. You don't know, eh? You f- idiot. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> you darn idiot. He said we just had to beep out the darn, the darn part. But the, uh, The Wall Street Journal piece today, when college students who sympathize with Palestinians chant from the river to the sea, do they know what they're talking about? I hired a survey firm to poll 250 students from a variety of backgrounds across the United States of America. Most said they supported the chant, some enthusiastically so, and others to a lesser extent. Now, Listen to this, 32%, basically a third. It's 32.8%, so it's basically a third. Rounding error, 
one out of three college students enthusiastically support from the river to the sea, which means wipe Israel off the map and drive all the Jews into the Mediterranean Sea. The river to the east is the River Jordan. I've talked about this many times, which creates the border between Israel and and Jordan. But setting that aside, and others to a lesser extent, 53.2% support from the river to the sea, 32%, 32 32.8% support it enthusiastically. But only 47% of the students who embrace the slogan from the river to the sea were able to name the river and the sea. Some of the alternative answers were the Nile River, the Euphrates River, the Caribbean Sea, the Dead Sea, which is a lake and is an interior body of water and is on the border, but never mind that, and the Atlantic Ocean. Less than a quarter of the students knew who Yasser Arafat was, 12 of them, 12 of them, or more than 10%, thought he was the first prime minister of Israel. That's your Democrat Party. And the Wall Street Journal has this story. The Washington Post does not. The New York Times does not. And uh, honestly, this is completely insane that we're raising these ignorant twits who are so dumb, it's almost impossible to believe. More than 25% never heard about the Oslo Accords, peace agreements, Middle East. After learning a handful of basic facts about the region, more than 67% said they now reject the chant. Isn't that amazing? That's your Democrat Party, right? College students don't know, yet they agree with the slogan. Amazing numbers, just uh, just extraordinary. Your Democrat Party has done this to them. Our educational system, in particular our system of higher education, universities, and the Poison Ivy League included, they're raising ignorant, belligerent, dangerous, genocidal mobs that are violent. And again, I was talking about this a week ago. I was talking about it a month ago. It's a question that comes up from time to time um, in history classes and I've discussed it in college and with friends over the years. Uh, how is it that Germany a, a in the 1930s had long been a civilized European nation? How is it they slipped into the death cult of the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler? And we're seeing in real time in the United States of America, how something like that could happen. Now, the Wall Street Journal continues, Ron Hasner continues, would learning basic political facts about the conflict moderate students' opinions? A Latino engineering student, that's right, everybody's got to be an ethnic, uh, you got to have identify your ethnic group because that's the antithesis of what America represents. A Latino engineering student from a southern university reported definitely supporting from the river to the sea because, quote, Palestinians and Israelis should live in two separate countries side by side, which is, of course, not what the chant means. Shown on a map of the region that a Palestinian state would stretch from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, leaving no room for Israel, 
he downgraded his enthusiasm for the mantra to probably not. Of the 80 students who saw the map, 75% similarly changed their views. So this is uh, liberal education. This is what we call liberal education, left-wing education. So uh, just just extraordinary. A third, a third group of students claimed that the chant called for Palestine to replace Israel. That's effectively correct, to wipe out Israel, and then it becomes a terror state where they brutalize their women and, and everybody else, hang gay people from cranes and chant Alu Akbar, the usual stuff. 60% of those students reduced their support for the slogan when they learned it would entail subjugation, expulsion, or annihilation of 7 million Jewish and 2 million Arab Israelis. Yet another 14% of students reconsidered their stance when they read that many American Jews considered the chant to be threatening, even racist. We've, we've got a lot of ignorance out there. And you know who created these ignorant people? Democrats did. That's who. That's who. So we got that. Now, that reminds me of, uh, well, let's go to California because California, profit on the burning shore. They were supposed to have their Christmas tree lighting the state of California with the governor in attendance and, and they had musical acts lined up and all kinds of California things. The Associated Press reports Gaza protests prompt California governor to hold virtual Christmas tree lighting ceremony. That means he didn't show up for it. California Governor Gavin Newsom won't host an in-person Christmas tree lighting ceremony at the state capitol this year because of concerns, that is to say fear, terror, that protesters, that is to say a violent mob of Democrats, calling for a ceasefire in Gaza would disrupt the annual event. Instead, the Democratic governor and his wife, Jennifer Seibel Newsom, will host the event in a pre-recorded ceremony that will be released Wednesday. And a little clip of that Gavin Newsom at the Christmas, the virtual, he's not going to show up because of the threat of violence by Democrats who are pro-Hamas and genocidal anti-Semites. Perfectly normal now. Ignorance is not only bliss, it's the Democrat Party's future. And Gavin Newsom at the Christmas tree lighting that didn't happen, pre-recorded, not in person, released a video out of fear. All right, Harley, are the kids ready? Are we ready to ready? kick off the countdown? Five, Five four, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Happy holidays, Pre-recorded, totally fake. Completely fake, a Hollywood production, contrived, and uh, because of fear, that's terrorism. You see, they changed the violent mob, changed the behavior of the governor of the state of California and uh, the surrounding and associated officials, uh, made sure that the event was canceled, although they were planning on disrupting it in person, and that's called terrorism, when senior government officials governor of California, our most populous state, they canceled the Christmas tree lighting event, an annual event that has been ongoing since the 1930s in California. But pay no attention to that. And let's go now to the 
This uh, this woman, I liked her. Saw her this morning. The uh, head of the Republican Party in California, the state Republican Party, Jessica Miller Patterson. She has three names, and uh, she's the head of the Republican Party GOP chief of uh, the, the the state party. Jessica Miller Patterson saying. Uh, well, you know, maybe Governor Newsom should have found a different approach. As the governor that kept kids on Zoom school for longer than any other state in the nation, we shouldn't really be surprised that he wanted to move this to a virtual tree lighting ceremony. This is a tradition that dates back to the 1930s. And it's also not the first time that Gavin Newsom had a hard time standing up to pro-Hamas terrorist um, protesters. And she correctly terms them pro-Hamas protesters. The flag they're waving represents Hamas butchering, savaging, mutilating, raping, murdering women on an epic scale. The slaughter, the genocide of the Jews. And the Democrat Party is so ignorant, so many ignorant, glassy-eyed zombies that the Democrats have created that they're changing the behavior of governors. They're changing the behavior of the government, of the media, of Jewish students on campuses, of Jewish Americans across the country. Jessica Miller Patterson this morning on the Fox News Channel. We just saw last month at the California Democrat Party's convention where pro-Hamas protesters shut the event down. And we've yet to hear anything from this governor on standing with our, our partner Israel. We just heard those heart-wrenching stories coming out of our number one ally. And Gavin Newsom has been silent about the Democrat socialists in his party that have been pushing this agenda. The Democrat socialists... Adolf Hitler's Socialist Workers' Party, Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialists of America, Vladimir Lenin informed us that the goal of socialism is communism, totalitarianism. Nazism is a form of totalitarianism. Soviet Bolshevik communism, totalitarianism. Chairman Mao's communism, the most murderous of all. And those are the three top mass murders in the history of the world. Chairman Mao, number one. Joseph Stalin and the Soviets, number two. Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers' Party, number three. All totalitarian regimes. The Democrat Party here showing a lot of signs that uh, they're on board and not with America. Hey, do you have nasty odors in your home or office that you've tried but just cannot get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke and litter boxes and leftists and no match for the thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. And there are no expensive filters to have to schedule and buy and replace and mail away for. Forget about it. You can hold a thunderstorm in your hand. They're only this big. And with hundreds of thousands of thunderstorms sold, thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet, you can find them. I've got two at home. They're humming along, doing a great job. During this week, got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms because right now you can save 200 American dollars when you get three Eden Pure thunderstorms. You got a smelly uncle? How about a teenager? That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Enter the discount code CHRIS. 
That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is C-H-R-I-S. And because you know me, you get free shipping. Yeah, yeah. That's terrorism, ladies and gentlemen. And it's the left. And I have my favorite story of the day coming up. And it's from the Gallup, the people at Gallup polling. Who raises crazy kids? That's coming right up. Cancel the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, I'm going to share with you the, the house censured, censured Jamal Bowman, Congressman Jamal Bowman, who pulled the fire alarm and prevented a vote prevented a vote because uh, he said, oh, they're going to shut the government down. No, that's what you clowns were doing, you fraud. Now, let's uh, I'm going to get to the, the Democrats and how they raise their children in a moment. But here is the Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson, on the vote to censure Jamal Bowen for Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman for pulling the fire alarm in an effort to prevent a vote. And he stole the signs off of the windows uh, on the, the doors for the exit, and then he lied and lied and lied about it. On this vote, the yeas are 214, the nays are 191. The resolution is, with five present, the resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. How about that? They, uh, they actually, I think that's a, a good thing. They're being attacked um, all over the place. And Jamal Bowman... He is, he's not a good man. He's not an honest man. He's not someone that should be taken seriously. Their censure resolution against me today continues to demonstrate their inability to govern and serve the American people. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's definitely what's going on. And then he carjacked somebody in front of the Capitol. And so you can't censure me now because, you know, it shows their inability to govern. Here's a guy who pulled a fire alarm like a high school student to try to stop a big test from happening that he wasn't prepared for. The guy is really a, a piece of work. And when do you hear him defending himself? And then AOC jumped in. And then I'll explain where they, where they come from because the Gallup polling people found out. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen.
And so uh, Jamal Bowman, the fire alarm puller, now he's been caught throwing an M80 down the toilet. He, uh, <laughs> uh, not really, but it could be next. He's a uh, he's a radical. He's an extremist. He's you know he's effectively a squad member. He's uh, a leftist. You know how they are. They're not on the side of anything good. They're on the side of everything bad. But here is uh, Jamal Bowman um, admitting, I guess, that he pulled the fire and then lying about it. Fighting for my district includes working to prevent a government shutdown. Sure. And just over two months ago, I was rushing to the Capitol to vote and prevent a Republican shutdown. That's what's happening. When I tried to exit a door that that I usually go through. That's not true. It didn't open and due to confusion and rush to go vote. I pulled the fire alarm. Lie. I immediately took responsibility. That's a lie. And accountability for my actions. That's a lie. And pled guilty. That's a lie. Immediately. The legal process on this matter has played out. In no way did I obstruct official proceedings. He tried. He he did everything he could to obstruct uh, official proceedings. That was the whole point. And, uh, oh, he was trying to prevent a government shutdown. The guy is a lion Sacagawea, and now the House has censured Congressman Bowman for falsely, it's a funny headline, for falsely pulling a fire alarm. No, he really pulled the fire alarm. That's not, the headline is wrong. Michael Schnell at the Hill, he falsely pulled a fire alarm? Don't be silly. He's a New York Democrat. He's Jamal Bowman, and House Republicans censured him. The vote was 214 to 191 and five. Five voted president, uh, mostly along party lines. But it looks like three Democrats actually voted to censure him as well. Chris Pappas of New Hampshire, Marie Glusenkamp Perez from the state of Washington, and Johanna Hayes of Connecticut. Those are the three Democrats that voted to censure. They might have made a mistake and uh, voted Oh, did I say yes? I thought I meant no. Because, you know, they're not the brightest bunch of people in the world. AOC, you know AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's very upset about this, very, very angry. She's a bartender who made her way to Congress. What's next? Jaywalking? Do you want to get us for, for jaywalking? For not crossing the street correctly? Yeah, we know what is jaywalking is. Is that what you're going to raise for censure next? This is truly ridiculous. Yeah. And then they went out and carjacked a number of uh, here, your Democrat Party people. They're quite amazing. Yes, they are. And I did mention the carjacking of the FBI agent in Washington, D.C. last week. Uh, and now all of the resources of the federal government have been brought to bear, and they've arrested a 17-year-old. I mentioned this yesterday, but the details were scant yesterday. Today, a few more details. Charged with carjacking FBI agent, he assaulted her, the female FBI agent. Court documents show that 17-year-old Devante Lynch is facing several charges in connection with the November 29th incident. But police are continuing to search for a second suspect. They should waterboard the first one and get it out of him. What do you think? Police say the FBI employee had just gotten out of her 2009 Blue Chevy Malibu, around 3.45 p.m. Two armed suspects 
approached her on the 100 block of 12th Street Northeast, 12 blocks from the Capitol itself. And the victim, the woman FBI agent, told police that as she was zipping up her jacket, she had a zippy jacket, she was knocked down to the ground and became disoriented. That's assault on a federal officer. You don't have to know that it was a federal officer. You know, this guy will get lighter treatment than January 6th people who walked through the Capitol and took pictures of themselves and then left. She said she remembered being on her back, then looking up to see one of the suspects pointing a gun at her. The man demanded her keys and phone. The victim then said there was a struggle, but the suspect was able to wrestle both items away from her. He hopped into the driver's seat. Another suspect got into the passenger seat, and the pair sped away, leaving her injured with a cut lip because they beat women, didn't know it was an armed FBI agent, should have been shot. You should shoot. Uh, you know, carjackers should be shot. You should, if you if you got a concealed carry uh, and you're being carjacked by somebody with a gun, you should be able to, to shoot him. But uh, never mind that. The suspects ditched the car just 15 minutes later, uh, but they stole stuff out of it because they found FBI ammo at the uh, at the criminal's home. He's 17 years old, but, you know, that's okay. And it turns out, you see the crazy thing, the uh, December 4th, the police obtained a search warrant for Lynch's home. They found a handgun magazine with several rounds of ammunition. The weapon allegedly used to attack were not recovered. But they said it was FBI ammo, and it turned he's taken to the juvenile detention facility under no bond because it was an FBI agent robbed and not just a normal person uh, until his court appearance on December 11th. See, and uh, now here's the thing about this: the the 17 year old in question uh, was well known to the police, is a gang member, and was wearing an ankle bracelet from previous crimes previous crimes because the problem is not our guns it's your sons the problem is not our guns the problem is your sons now let me get to the uh, to the crazy democrats because this explains a lot this explains an awful lot um here's the headline from the washington examiner children with liberal parents more likely to suffer from mental health problems. Now, to whom does that come as a surprise? Raise your hand if that comes as a surprise. I see it comes as a surprise to no one. We have this power on the radio. And the Fox News headline, Gallup, that's the Washington Examiner headline I read, Fox News headline, Gallup study finds parents' political ideology plays significant role in adolescent mental health. It certainly does. Uh, boy, does it. And this is great because it's Gallup and one of their affiliates that have the children with liberal parents more likely to suffer mental health problems. That is to say that they're more likely to be mentally ill. Children who grow up in politically liberal households are more likely to suffer mental health problems than their conservative peers, according to a new study. An Institute for Family Studies, Gallup Research Report, found that political ideology is one of the strongest predictors of which 
caregiving styles a parent adopts, and conservative parents are associated with the best mental health outcomes for their children. The report says conservative and very conservative parents are the most likely to adopt the parenting practices associated with adolescent mental health. Study author Jonathan Rothwell, who is also the principal economist at Gallup and a non-resident senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, which is a liberal institution, wrote, liberal parents score the lowest, even worse than very liberal parents, which is kind of funny, isn't it? Largely because they are the least likely to successfully discipline their children. Conservative parents have several key distinctions in their relationship with their children that inform mental health outcomes, Rothwell explained, including being able to effectively discipline their children while also displaying affection and responding to their needs. The right-leaning parents also have better quality relationships with their children, characterized by fewer arguments, more warmth, and a stronger bond. Political ideology is just one predictive factor in the overarching conclusion, the study says, which is having high-quality relationships between children and their parents is the most important factor in achieving positive mental health. But this is a... uh, This is quite an extraordinary thing. The best mental health results come from warm, responsive, rule-bound, having rules, disciplined parenting. This style is otherwise known as authoritative. You know, being a parent, an authoritative parent, and having a good relationship, a warm relationship, telling your boys that they're boys and your girls that they're girls, telling people that they're not racist because they're white that they're not bad because they're straight, that they are the sex that they were born with, that they're going to be, uh, if they're girls, they're going to grow up to be good women. If they're boys, they're going to grow up to be good men. Religious faith is, of course, a part of this because it provides a grounding and having a well-grounded household makes an enormous difference, as every school child can tell you. Isn't that amazing? How crazy is that? (laughs) Bernie Sanders. That's just great. So liberal parents score the lowest when it comes to mental health outcomes. They have the most mentally ill children. And where do you think all these armies of brown shirts storming around our country, screaming from the river to the sea, come from? They come from liberal households. They come from liberal school systems. They come from liberal colleges, and they are much more likely to be mentally ill. It's the craziest thing in the world. The study was conducted by surveying 6,643 parents, 2,956 of which lived with an adolescent, as well as 1,580 of the adolescents themselves. The groups were asked about mental health and doctor visits as well as parenting style, relationship quality, personality traits, and views on the institution of marriage. You know where the left comes down on all of this, and that's why they have lots of mentally ill children. So, you know, the next time you're looking at a mentally ill person shooting someplace up, you can pretty well guess that their parents are, you know, liberals. Just amazing. Isn't that great?
you're a Democrat party. And this made us laugh yesterday, too. The Messenger News, responsible yachting. Talk at annual COP climate conference where uh, you may remember uh, Boltneck was there, John Kerry. He had a $7 million sailing yacht that he parked in Rhode Island, even though he lived in Massachusetts, because he was evading taxes in Massachusetts. His $7 million sailing yacht, a beautiful yacht. Now, yachting, and he was at the COP Festival, the climate conference in Dubai, and Hillary Clinton was there. And did Kamala go there and make no impression on anyone at all? Responsible Yachting Talk at annual COP climate conference asks, why catamarans? <laughs> this is about, you know, environmental yachting. Not that this is a gathering of wealthy elites or anything like that. John Kerry flew over on a Gulfstream jet to lecture the world about saving the climate. And uh, he had to sell his $7 million yacht. Uh, quite recently. Avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. Like yachts. You know, that's why you got to get a catamaran because so much better for the uh, thing. Also, the Washington Post, all their employees are walking out today for a historic 24-hour strike, according to the left-wing radicals at Axios. And uh, they're walking up because they're very principled. They're asking people to write the management. I think everybody should write management telling them to dock everybody a day's pay. Maybe fire them all if you prefer. Uh, let's grab a phone call, Michael. I haven't gone a phone call in a long time. Let's go to Helen, calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Helen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, I know you know a lot of history. I just wanted to shine a light. You know, uh, Goring, uh, Goebbels, and Hitler, they hated the Freemasons. Uh, they made them wear inverted red triangles. They put them in concentration camps. And uh, it's estimated that 80,000 to 200,000 Freemasons uh, were killed during World War II, mostly at the hands of the Nazis, oh, almost, almost completely at the hands of the Nazis. Uh, do you want to know why? Why? Do you know why? How come? They allowed Jews to be in their, among their brethren. They said if you have a if you believe in a a higher in a god or you know uh, um jehovah uh mm-hmm. a higher power uh-huh. uh you it you you can join our brotherhood and um just so just because they allowed jews in there um actually hitler wrote about it in his mind Kampf, uh and he was saying uh that 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 was his reason why he disliked Freemasonry, because they had Jews uh, among them. So I'm, I'm hoping this is something that um, Eastern Star and Freemasons are going to remember when this election, next election comes up. Well, I, uh, I got to tell you, you know, the Democrat Party is, uh, they're galloping at, uh, toward extremism. And, you know, who was at Victoria Newland? We had Joe Biden yesterday. These extreme Republicans won't fund Ukraine where we're, you know, this, this is a crazy thing. My friend Vince Colonnese and his producer, Corey, crunched the numbers on this. Joe Biden and the United States of America have fed about as much money to Ukraine in the last two years as Israel has received from the United States in 75 years. 
as in 75 years, and they complain about defunding Israel and stuff. We've got, and we have no idea where the money's going. Buying yachts that are environmentally unfriendly, and jets that are environmentally, and mansions on waterfronts around the Mediterranean. Tens and tens of billions of dollars, and nobody's watching where it's going. And the Republicans are like, hey, we want to know where the money's going. And they're like, no, 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 there's no seeing uh, where the money's going. Uh, as much money to Ukraine in two years as Israel has received in 75 years. Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle? We learned yesterday uh, a leak, unauthorized, anonymous, from inside our dirty, corrupt government in Washington that uh, the other day, it was uh, Tuesday, we shattered the record for illegal aliens crossing our southern border with 12,000 illegal aliens crossing our southern border in one day. All right, another success story for the Democrats. It is, what is that, 4.3 million a year at 12,000 a day the highest single-day total in the history of the country. Now, Republicans in the House and the Senate are asking for money to secure our border, uh, continue the wall, Trump and all that. President Trump said when he's a dictator, he's going to secure our border, and the media is, uh, like, cutting their own throats over this. Joe Biden, who is as smart as your average jellyfish, was out there yesterday saying Republicans won't give another $60 billion to Ukraine uh, because they're playing chicken with our border and our national security. And he's lying about everything, and he's a moron. Extreme Republicans are playing chicken with our national security. Sure. Open border. Ukraine's funding hostages are extreme partisan border policies. Hostage. It clear that we need Congress extreme. to make changes to fix what is a broken immigration system. It's an immigration system. we know, we all know it's broken. And I'm willing to do significantly more. He's a liar. They want money for judges to process people into the country and wave them into the country. That's what they want. And this hostage talk and extremist talk. Uh, you may remember Jed Johnson, uh, a radical from the Obama White House in 2019. Again, 12,000 individuals in one day at our border on Tuesday. Jed Johnson in 2019, horrified by the idea of 1,000 a day. I know that 1,000 overwhelms the system. I cannot begin to imagine what 4,000 a day looks like. So we are truly in a crisis. Yeah, 1,000 is a crisis. We've got 12,000 a day. Joe Biden wants money for judges to wave them into the country and rubber stamp the entry of Chinese and Iranian nationals, because that's Joe Biden. He's not on our side. Amazing stuff. And they want to give tens of billions more to Ukraine while not even bothering to check where the money's going. They're buying yachts and castles and palaces. Joe Biden is corrupt. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 